you hire the best and they tell you what to do, not you hire the best and you tell them what to do. Like humility, like if someone's an expert, like you got to listen to them. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Javier Hinojo of the Naked Truth about real estate investing. And today I got Victor uh, Girache, right? I think I got that right. You got it. That probably yeah. sounds like European somewhere. I mean, probably. I don't know. You're not wrong. Yeah. So okay. heritage is uh, Eastern European, so Slovakia. I was born here. I still speak the language. Go visit every once in a while, every couple of years. And yeah, but you nailed it. I'm good. Good for you. I think awesome, you're one of the few people yeah. who's ever nailed my last name. Um, hey, he flips houses. Uh, he flipped about 20 properties last year. He's going to, his goal is to hit 30 this year. So we'll talk about that a little bit. He does have a coaching program where he helps people earn six figures plus multiple six figures on his uh, how to flip houses. So that's pretty neat. I should have probably taken that course when I used to flip houses because I tell everybody that I'm 24 years old, but I look like I'm 42 because I used to flip houses. And the wrong way, right? The wrong yeah. way. So I got old quick and he's got a Facebook group and we'll talk about that and we'll just get right into it. So let me know. Oh, from Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville, right? Florida. From, uh, that's right. Nice snow mountains of Gainesville. You go skiing much, not much skiing down there, but. I mean, you can try, but I don't think. <laughs> be like sure. flat and wet and not cold. <laughs> awesome, Victor. So what what I miss? what I miss? I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I started full-time for the real estate about two and a half years ago and I just really fell in love with the flips, honestly. Like I tried wholesaling, tried the flipping, tried Airbnb, tried rentals, like lease option, order finance. I just really like the flipping. You know, you're in, buy a house, crummy, you fix it up, it's suddenly nice, you sell it, you get a big check, move on to the next project. Uh, so I just really like that entire dynamic. Okay. So what didn't you like about wholesaling or one of the other options? Oh, for sure. So again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with wholesaling. I just think with there's so many different real estate niches that each person's personality potentially fits a niche more and they'll enjoy it a ton more. Uh, so for wholesaling, so I would have to like find a deal. So talk to a motivated seller, negotiate, negotiate. Like, okay, great. I got this deal on a contract and putting my butt in, but effort, a lot of effort into getting the deal Then I have to find a cash buyer. And then the cash buyer would like, they want a good deal too. So they'd beat me up. You know, I, I need a better price. Was this wrong with it? This wrong with it? And then I didn't like that part of it. So I was always squeezed in the middle. That's the first part. The second part is I would always have to rely on both people's word. That was just a basically a middleman. So I have to rely on the seller's word that they're going to um, transact and complete the deal. Same thing with the cash buyer. So the cash buyer falls out that I'm left in the middle. So I didn't really like that. Again, nothing wrong with wholesaling. My first two deals were wholesales. First one made 3,000. Second one made three and a half thousand. So it just wasn't for me is basically with the wholesale. All right. Well, so let's talk about your flips. So yeah. in Gainesville, Florida, tell me what the market's like as far as like your medium price range. What's the price range down there? Yeah. The so uh, Gainesville is more like a secondary market. So we're not like a Miami or anything like that. We're 130,000 population. Typical price range. So our kind of sweet spot is buying below 100,000 and selling for above 100,000. I think like okay. the median house price here is like 200,000. Um, so typically like still affordable houses, nothing crazy there, but super cool. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's not so easy, Victor, right? <laughs> if buy under a hundred and sell it for 200, right? So, okay. Well, so <laughs> tell me about that. So what would you say somebody, Hey, this is the first step to buy something under a hundred. I would say, so a lot of people make the mistake, like 20 deals last year, one of them was MLS, only one of them, the rest was off market. So a lot of people have this vision, especially beginners where this is 
this is the truth. Here we go. Naked truth. Right. That's right. A lot of people are like, oh, I watch HGTV. I want to get into flipping. They're like, okay, cool. Let me get a realtor. Let me hop on Zillow. Let's see what kind of deals there are. And they hop on Zillow. Maybe they go person to see some of these houses. And like any sort of good deal, it gets bid up super quick. And like the numbers don't make sense anymore. And then if you're a day late, then it's gone. Like, oh, it's actually under contract. It's been under contract since yesterday morning. Sorry. Uh, so that happens a lot. So that's for a lot of real estate beginners. They, they're like, oh, well, I thought I was supposed to get deals on Zillow. And that's where I found out as well. Like the on-market stuff, it's tough to compete there. That's why you do off-market. So off-market, it's like directly to seller, going directly to the person who owns the property. There's no middleman. You just work directly with the person. And there's more layers to it. I'm happy to explain it. But just as a high-level principle, just to understand like, hey, there's off-market, there's on-market. Focus all your energy on the off-market. So let's say somebody had a thousand bucks to spend to find yeah. an off-market seller and he got a full-time job. Uh -huh. And uh, they're going to make some phone calls maybe in the evening, or they're going to receive phone calls during the day. What would you say? Where to spend that thousand bucks per month? I'd say, I'd say, hold your money for a second. So I recommend like practice on free leads, F-R-E-E, free, and really hone your skills, negotiation, running your numbers, get confident with the process, get confident with follow up, that entire process. Let's focus on free, like make your first 10 offers free. For free. And then we can go into paid stuff. Like once you're more comfortable with the process, I don't want you spending money, whether it's cold calling, direct mail. We can go into all of those. I don't want you spending money on leads if you're like not comfortable with it, like the fundamentals. Like if you're spending a hundred bucks on a lead and like a potential deal slips you by because you don't know what you're doing, that's what my recommendation would be. Man, Victor, where were you like five, six, five, six years ago? Man, I was going like 30, 50K a month. I made the same mistake. You know, I did. I, was, I started I was feeding direct mail. Beast, you know? oh, and I was killing a tree just about every hour and all these damn mail I used to send every single month. So yeah. anyways, yeah, free leads for sure, right? You go ahead and practice. Mm -hmm. You go ahead and practice. That's the same thing I do with my staff right now when we hire somebody new to buy some commercial property. I put them to call people like in North Dakota and South Dakota and Montana yes. where I'm not going to buy anything, right? I'm not buying nothing, but they get all, they get all the practice arounds you know, in those states. So yeah, um, hold on. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. Free leads, right? You can do this exact yeah. same thing with, with real estate. There's a lot of ways to get free leads, guys. I'll tell mm -hmm. you one of them. You can always go like on Craigslist and just you know look for, for sell by owners, things like that. Yes. And start making phone calls and get used to it. So cool. Spot on. All right. So free leads, right? So save your money. And after you get good, you can start spending some money. All right. So yeah. So what happens once you, you find a good project? What, what's your next step? When you find a property, you guys negotiate the price. Uh, what is your process like? So I always, this is the other thing like where it's counterintuitive. This is, I go against the grain on this. So I, I always say like, hey, get the deal first. And if you have a good deal, you'll get the money because there's so much money chasing so few deals, especially nowadays with the market so hot. Like if you have a good deal, like people will throw money at you, which is actually how I got my first deal. Not the money thrown at me part, but like that's how I got my first deal. Found a deal, got under contract. It's a great profit spread. Back then I had like a low 500 credit score, maybe like a couple thousand in the bank. And we're going to buy this property for a hundred thousand plus and plus renovation. So I was like, okay, well, what do I do? I don't have that money. Basically, what I did found a money partner. Money partner would put in all the money. They'd be a little more passive. I found the deal. I would help manage renovations. I'd help sell the property. That was the more active boots on the ground, sweat equity, if you will. But the money partner put in the, all the money to get the deal done. Then we did a profit split. We split the profit and you might say, well, well, you split the profit. What if you did it yourself? Well, I'd rather get a percentage of something than 100% of nothing. I, honestly, I didn't have the funds to, to do it. There's no way I was going to make it happen. Uh, so that's why I recommend like first get the deal, then you can you know, get the money and fund it, all that stuff. That's another mistake I see a lot of beginners make. They're like, 
oh, let me make a website. Let me get some business cards. What was my LLC? Let me get pre-qualified. Yeah, let, me, let me get, let me get all my asset protection set up. And spend yeah. They don't have any assets. Yeah. They don't end up buying anything. So again, so I'm counterintuitive in that. Say like, hey, let's focus on the deal. That's the hardest part of it. But you also make your money when you buy. So that's the key to like how I think about this sort of stuff. Yeah. So you said a key thing, right? Make your money when you buy, right? So just for instance, right? Say you find a deal and you, for whatever reason, you can't find anybody to money partner. You could always sell that to somebody else, right? To another investor. Yeah. Go to your local area, go on Facebook groups, investment groups in your area. And trust me, mm -hmm. if you got a good deal, somebody will buy it from you. Some will buy it. Exactly. And the other thing is, this is what other things that like beginners don't realize, like your cost benefit, especially when you have a deal under contract is pretty, pretty in your favor. So the cost of you putting a deal under contract and falling through, maybe you're still in your inspection period. So you get your escrow money back. If you're not in your inspection period, hopefully your escrow money is really low. For my contracts, it's about a hundred bucks. So I would take a hundred dollar bet for like a real chance to make, you know, 20, 30, 40,000 on a flip. So I would take that bet any day. So like the cost benefits way in your favor. Like if I had a magic button and this magic button, every time you hit it, there's a 50, 50 chance of getting $30,000 and the pay, the cost of tuition or the cost of that, you know, hitting the button is a hundred bucks. Like how many times would you hit that button? You'd be yeah, like, every day, man. Smack every day. It you'd be, you know, that'd be your only focus. And that's how you need to see this. So I understand there's emotions, heaven forbid it doesn't fall it doesn't go through even if you can't find a buyer but like your your cost benefit is so much in your favor 100 percent worth it to just move forward wow that's some that's some good advice so what's your favorite way right now of finding a deal because right now the market's hot it's uh middle of summer 2021 and yep. i just bought a house last week or two weeks ago mm -hmm. and it, it kills me inside that uh, i overpaid for it mm. and didn't even appraise i still had to pay more money for it my personal house but my wife's happy so you know but it still kills me inside. There you go. Anyways, uh, so what's the fair way to find a deal? So yeah, I get about half my deals from wholesalers, half sourced on my own. Honestly, I really like working with wholesalers. So yeah. like you build a good relationship, especially the good ones. Like they can bring you more deals. So last year bought six off of one wholesaler, six properties. Also last year bought like three off of another wholesaler. So really exciting stuff. I mean, if they're if they're good, build a relationship. You're at the top of their list. Uh, just make it as easy as possible to do business together especially nowadays because wholesalers it wasn't necessarily the case like this two three years ago but nowadays wholesalers have a lot more options people who want to pay and overpay for stuff where even the numbers don't make sense but you just try to build a relationship work with them as much as possible to make it as valuable as possible and it just they know hey i know he's not going to beat me up on price I, I know this is how he prices things so if i get something on a contract under contract then i know who to send it to uh, there's a lot of peace of mind there especially wholesalers i, I went through this myself yeah. Like they want to focus on like just finding deals. They don't want to focus on like, I got to find deals and I got to find a buyer. Like if they can just focus on finding deals, then they can just really grow their income. Yeah. How many times do you get those guys you build a relationship with? Be like, hey, hey, Victor, I got this deal I'm about to walk into. Look, he's this. They'll send you a message like, hey, what's going to be a good offer for you? What can you take it for? I'm going to go lock it up. That's, uh, Even at least they have it on the contract. They'll send you the address, everything, because they've done so much work, business with you. At least weekly. Yeah. So yeah. it happens quite a bit. Like they're, hey, hey, Victor, I'm having trouble running comps or I'm having trouble with ARV or hey, I'm having trouble with the repair budget. So we just break it down. Like, hey, this is where I need to be at. When they just make it happen, they're like, oh, the seller wants way too much. Probably not going to happen. They know where to like focus their time. It's Hey, tell them, hey, man, I'm going to be around 90. So you get anything yeah. below that, man, you get it for a dollar. I don't really care. You know? <laughs> you get it for a dollar, I pay you 90 for it. You know? the, the most I've paid a wholesaler, I think is 40,000 assignment fee. 
that's, that's um, which is a great assignment fee. I'd yeah. happily pay them again yeah. if they can get me more deals. Hey, you know, it's a lot of work, man, to go get some deals like that. Look, wholesaling and flipping is like two different businesses, right? Yes. Wholesaling is like a sales and marketing. Yeah. You got to keep feeding the beast, right? And then flipping is another business. Mm -hmm. So if you can have somebody feed you steady deal where, where it makes sense on your other business, you don't have to run two businesses unless you're good like that, like, uh, like Victor is. <laughs> Yeah, that's a different skill set. I think the main like frame for the relationship, and this is again counterintuitive. I go against the grain on this is not combative with wholesalers versus flippers. It should be cooperative. Like you guys are working together, you both want to make money. Everyone can win and do business multiple times together. It doesn't have to just be this one-off. Just that cooperative frame versus combative, and you'll see your you know flips and success go up. Super cool, man. Appreciate that. Hey, so tell me a little bit about, um, you had a coaching program, you help people, you know, make multiple six figures flip in. So tell me a little bit about that. What does that look like? Yeah, for sure. So I, I flip houses myself. I also mentor people nationwide on how to flip houses, you know, Texas, Minnesota, any state I have students there and basically teach you every A to Z, like how to do it. And it's like a more intense hand holding personal mentorship versus just a course. Like you get access to me all that good stuff. I teach you like how to get the deal, how to get the money, how to run your numbers, how to deal with contractors, like everything you could ever think of is broken down. Uh, super um, cool. So um, intensive, yeah. you guys taking students? Damn, yeah. So luckily still taking students. It's still pretty like a pretty small group. So it's not like there's thousands of students. I don't know who everyone is. I'm pretty familiar with everyone's story, where they're at, their situation, where they, what's their next steps. So it's still, yeah. And I enjoy it too. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So how does somebody get a hold of you? They, they got some more questions for that. Yeah, no, for sure. So the best way to get a hold of me is on Facebook. So if you look up my name, Victor Yurchek, luckily I have a very unique name. So if you look me up on Facebook, you'll you'll find me. I also have a free Facebook group. If you look up Six Figure House Flipper, that's what that sign is for your visual that. listeners. But uh, yeah, I have a Facebook group, Six Figure House Flippers. It's free. There's great content like how do you find the money? How do you find the deals? I do live deal breakdowns. Like this is how much I paid for this. This is how much I paid for this and uh, break it down so folks can get started as well. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, there's something that I always ask people that come on to the show and I always ask them, Hey, what's the biggest mistake that you've made in real estate? So what's yours, Victor? Yeah, this is a good question. So I went full-time with real estate and flipping about two and a half years ago. And the thing is I actually had a mentor. I was in between businesses, like projects at a time. I think probably just coming out of school. I don't know the background, but I was like considering like what's my next business and a mentor recommended like hey you should get into real estate you should get into flipping and that was like five six years ago and i think that was my biggest mistake i could have gotten started way back then and you know been successful so that's probably my biggest mistake and again the biggest thing is like the exponential growth so i got started again two and a half years ago first year did two flips then did eight last year did 20 this year did 30. so if you continue that out and you kind of push it back to, you know, five, six years ago, I could have been at, you know, 50 flips a year, potentially more when I, I made that mistake. And that's on me. I think there's you know lots of good takeaways, lots to unpack there, but that's probably my, my biggest mistake. Just started a bit earlier. That's, yeah. that's awesome. All right. So what does your team look like right now? Team for the flipping, right? Yep. Yeah. So I've gotten more and more hands off. So it's still me doing like the acquisitions and that sort of thing. I have a project manager, luckily she handles the renovations, um, have a VA and I think that's pretty much it. And then we have, I have 15, 20 wholesalers I work with. I also source my own deals, pretty lean team. And slowly yeah. from my next hire is getting like an acquisitions person who can focus on that fully. So just keeping busy that way. And yeah, pretty, pretty lean, nothing crazy. Awesome. Awesome. One thing I forgot to mention everybody out there, Victor is single. <laughs> he put in big that's letters true. when yeah. he said, see, but single. I don't know, maybe <laughs> letters, but, but I saw in there because uh, 
It's not on the thing. So uh, <laughs> if you need some help with that, Victor, uh, let me know. It looks like you got a green card and I got I got some cousins that. Hey, there we go. Okay, good. I know who to call now. Very yeah. interesting, man. <laughs> uh, anyways, well, hey, look, I'm, I'm up to the my favorite part of the podcast. I'm going to ask you four random questions. It's called the Naked Truth Roulette. So is it real estate related or is it about uh, being just single? In general. So right now, everybody's going to get a chance to meet Victor, right? It's got nothing to do with business. Okay. It's just straight up random questions, all right? Yeah, cool. So, this is great. You I don't like get it. a pass, man. You don't get a pass. You're single. You have nobody to offend. <laughs> so you're cool, man. All right. All right. What's your favorite quote? Favorite quote. I actually, I thought of this one recently because I've been doing a lot of hiring and like a lot of that type of decision making. So it's actually a Steve Jobs quote. It's um, you hire the best and they tell you what to do, not you hire the best and you tell them what to do. And like humility, like if someone's an expert, like you got to listen to them. And that just goes back to my mentor thing. He was a, he was an expert at least in real estate said, Hey, I should get started. I didn't listen. And yeah. It's funny. Cause I just had a marketing meeting yesterday. Mm-hmm. We hired uh, three people in the last like 10 days mm-hmm. and we're kind of doing some onboarding, just kind of all the team together. And one of the marketing ladies is like, yeah, I got a master's degree, you know? And I'm like, okay. And then, oh yeah, so do I. And then like, oh yeah, so do I. Like everybody had a master's degree. I'm like, oh dang, I didn't even yeah. know that. <laughs> but yes, yeah, super smart, right? Hire yeah. smarter people. Don't be scared to do that. Cool. All right. Second question. All right, man. When something breaks, do you replace it or do you fix it? Yeah, you fix it. This is the uh, like a flipper mentality. So you try to use as much that's there. If a roof is working, you keep the roof. So anything you save is profit. So part of it, like if anything breaks, you just fix it. If it needs to be replaced, you replace it. But your first go-to is like, hey, let me just fix it. Awesome. That's it. Cool. All right. Fix it. If it's fixable, fix it. If not, replace it. Yes. Pretty simple. But don't tell my wife that because uh, I just replace everything. <laughs> we like, her car is dirty. Right? Like, just, I'm like, car dirty. Look, true story. I just moved. I said, just burn the house down. Let's not take nothing with us. <laughs> just replace everything. Yeah. No, I'm with you. All right. right. Victor, so if the world had your attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Ooh, this is a good one. What would you say if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds? Um, oh, I would say, hey, check out Javier's podcast, The Naked Truth. It's really good. And he's got a great interview with Victor. So check it out. And yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is awesome. That's got to be the best answer so far. I, okay. <laughs> I'd plug your podcast. Uh, super cool. <laughs> All right, let's go. Last question. All right. This is a good one. Have you ever cried at a movie? Yeah. No, I, yeah. All right. There's, I mean, I'd be surprised if someone answered no to that question. Man, this one, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have some people say they haven't cried at a movie. I think I cried at every movie. <laughs> it can be like a funny movie. So what movie was it that you cried at? Um, it's been, I mean, I guess there's a couple of them. The one, what was it? Me, Marley and me. Yeah. The, Anything has got to do with a dog or puppy or yeah, something like that. And the dog dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, okay. Spoiler. I guess that's a spoiler. Maybe I should have said that. All right, ladies, Victor's has got a kind heart and he cries in the movies <laughs> and he's single. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome. Victor, man, you're a great sport. I appreciate you taking on those uh, questions and coming on the show today. One of the things that I got that was kind of very interesting for me was, Hey, don't spend money because I'm free leads. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to know how to get some free leads, go to his Facebook group and it'll be on the show notes below. What's the name of the Facebook group? So it's Six Figure House Flipper. Six Figure House Flipper. Go in there. He's got a lot of cool stuff in there for you guys. Find a good deal and then find a money partner and you can do the renovations, right? You can handle the rest. So that's a good way to partner. I got that from the interview as well. He stays lean, right? He's got a lean team. He's flipping 20 properties a year. and He's got a team of three, yep. right? On that side, right? On the flipping side. So that's very impressive. So uh, Victor, any Anything else you'd like to add? I think that's it. I'd recommend, you know, don't overthink it. Just get started. A lot of beginners get in their head. Like, what if I say something dumb? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I mess up? 
just realize like that's going to happen. I mean, I've, I've had great deals where I made a ton of profit. I've had deals where I'm happy to sell it and I break even or get close to break even. Uh, so just realize you're going to make mistakes and that's totally fine. And the sooner you get started, the sooner the, you, know, you start to see big success. Yeah. So don't be scared to say anything dumb. I do it all the time. Got me on the couch last night. So you know, I slept on the couch. Yeah, stupid, yeah. so, you know, that's, just, that's just what happens sometimes. But uh, Victor, appreciate it again. Thank you for, for being on the show. I'm your host, Javier. Don't lose your shirt. Time consuming. It can be very scary. It could be like a, trying to get somewhere without a roadmap. So that's why I created this due diligence list when I buy a property. When I buy an apartment building, or even a mobile home park, you can use it for mostly pretty much any commercial property. But this one specifically is for a multifamily. It could be a six unit. It could be a 600 unit. You can use it for what you like. So go ahead and sign up, put your name, email. I'll send you the free link to my due diligence. This is what I've used to buy hundreds and hundreds of units, if not thousands of units. So sign up, you'll get my link. Uh, you get an Excel sheet as well. And also we use the software, project management software, monday.com. Feel free to sign up for a free trial. I do have an affiliate link. You don't pay any extra. They just pay me a small fee. Don't have to use it. You have the Excel spreadsheet, but if you use monday.com, it's actually a lot better, a lot smoother, a lot prettier, and you can do a whole bunch of other stuff. There's even a video there I created in the link. So check the link, sign up, and this is my giveaway for you guys. Thank you so much. Take care. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.